How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, radio, time for you to tell me what this all means. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. It's been a great day. Our avocado adventure. Actually, we also saw a dog eat an avocado today. The Grove we were just visiting. Their dogs ate avocados, and they are the have the shiniest, healthiest looking coat. Should we really have exotic pets? Being you're such a Idiot! Stupid! Your face is an exploding pimple! Love, love, love you, baby! Oh, love you, love you, baby! Oh, love, love you, baby! Are the beach about to kick it? You know what? Turn it up! And now... Okay, is everybody ready for facials? Our feature presentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is 537. It's Wednesday morning. It's August the 1st. Hey, um... Oh, Bean. What? I already said it. I said it before we got on the radio. What? Is that uh, where you were? Is uh, that where you were O'Beanie? Rabbit, rabbit, oh, yeah. Rabbit. I took, care, I took mm. care of that business already. That's before. great. White rabbits, right rabbits, right rabbits. rabbits. Mm. When well, you stumble it over it, does it work? Well, I'd already oh. done it. So okay. This is, yeah. It's just... Okay. I'm just recreating mm. it for the cameras now. And how do you think that works? Uh, let's not What's get into that. Like we, let's which, not get okay. into that. Like, all right. But look, you believe in God. You can't mock white rabbits. All right. <laughs> Same principle. Same principle. Just mine's not written down in a book that's old. Um, before we uh, move on, um, we all have uh, regrets in life. Like you guys, you know, wish you'd gotten in on the Twitter stock when I did. Because uh, it's down uh, 14 bucks now from where, <laughs> from where I bought it six years where ago. Where did you buy it? At what price? Um, I can never remember. I think it was f- Dave remembers. I think it was like forty five, maybe. Okay. okay. And now it's thirty one today. Ooh. Hey, that's not bad though. Considering, considering it's been in the twenties. Yeah, considering right. it's been in the teens. Teens, right? Is that like thirteen at one point? So sell. So you, uh, I know you guys have a lot of regret that you're not riding the Twitter train, train like I am. Sure. But I have a regret that I would like to announce as well. And it involves uh, one of the two new segments that we debuted on the show yesterday. Of course, uh, Beat It Kid, that's forever. Sure. That'll never die. <laughs> Beat It Kid is my favorite new segment of the year. But I debuted a new segment yesterday called uh, Pianos of the News, if you recall. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, get the reverb ready because I, oops, that's not the right mm. thing. Because I do. Stop. What's happening? That's the wrong clip. Um, get the reverb ready because I do have a, an update on pianos in the news. Oh, that's yesterday, great news. Yesterday, you recall, the feature was called Pianos in the News. Okay. Okay. Joe Glennon, Kevin and Bean listener, tweets me yesterday and says, Hey, Bean, maybe there would be more excitement over pianos in the news 
if you change the name to Penis News. Play to your audience, sir. <laughs> he is not wrong. He destroyed me. That's yeah. pretty strong. I've never been more obliterated <laughs> than I am by that. How did I not name it Penis News? It's a great question. You would have been all over of course. it if it had been Penis right. News. I was fighting an uphill battle yesterday trying to get pianos in the news. Yeah, you yeah. fail. Oh, I suck. <laughs> I mean, I think it's okay, though. Yeah, we're going to bounce back. pianos in the news and penis news are never going to be a thing, so don't worry about it. Oh, but the guy in oh, pizza. Good. Right? <laughs> I'm still holding out hope for penis news making a comeback. Okay. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled if we see some more piano stories. Believe me, I'm going to go for it. Sure. It can so. rise again, Bean. Thank you. Mm-hmm. When's the next Beat It Kid, by the way? Oh, soon. <laughs> I'm compiling that. We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> All right. Thing uh, two. Um, a father of... Nope. Don't need that. We're okay, you that. don't need it anymore. Okay. A father of five in Muncie, Indiana is in the news right now. He put up a, a Facebook post that has gone viral. Have you seen this, uh, Allie? Have you seen the free ass weapons? No. Okay. He is a father of five, as I mentioned, and he put up a Facebook post that has gotten a tremendous amount of reaction. Look, there's a long-time controversy in this country about whether it's okay to spank your kids or not. And uh, most people our age, I think, probably got spanked when mm-hmm. we were growing up. But that has, you know, every uh, every few years, that gets less and less popular. And now experts come out and say that it doesn't help. It just uh, it, it makes you, it, you'll have worse kids if you spank your, your kids. But a lot of parents swear by it. I was spanked. Yeah, I was, was a kid. Too. Look at me. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Look I'm at still me. Spanked. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not by my parents. <laughs> right. It's a different thing. Very different. <laughs> Whoever I ask. In, in that dungeon, right. Yeah. So his name is Dwayne Stamper, and here's the post he put up. Bust that ass. Standing in line at a local restaurant today, a mother and her son, maybe five or six years old, he's crying, holding a blanket. She says to him, that's enough, honey. Still cries, cries, cries. A few minutes go by, I ask, would you like me to take care of that? Mom replies, oh, no, he's just upset he didn't get any gum. I tried to ignore it, but after five more minutes of the ridiculous crying, I said, you know, if you bust his ass, he'll stop that crying. By the way, I don't know that bust his ass is a way that makes it palatable to people. Grandma speaks up and said, no, he won't. He's spoiled. I had to put in my two cents and tell them that a good crack on the ass with a belt will fix the problem. Trust me. By the way, I love uh, unsolicited advice Mm -hmm. from strangers at a restaurant. Oh, moms love it. As a person with kids, all parents love to be. Just any kind of advice you have for them, go ahead and share it. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then get punched in the face. Especially breastfeeding. If you could share your thoughts on a mom that isn't breastfeeding (laughs) and tell her why she's wrong. What a crazy aggressive group that is. It's insane. Holy crap. Although, Kevin, I've heard you have plenty to say about uh, soccer parents, just not to their faces. You just say it behind their backs, right? Soccer parents. Soccer you've got a lot of you got a lot of comments on the kid, the parents who show up at the games and you know oh, they're ruin horrible it, people ruin it for they're horrible oh yeah, you wouldn't, horrible you wouldn't say to them you wouldn't say it to them in person I because, would if need be okay yeah uh, and then I would say beat it kid yeah <laughs> Dwayne goes on my parents never let me cry at a store and especially if I was crying because I didn't get something I wanted parents if you let your child act this way you're the problem with our snowflake society today. There's a key word right there, by the way. Yeah. This guy's doing everything but wearing his MAGA hat. You don't have to beat your child, but you do have to show them others uh, Show them others in this world don't want to hear their crybaby little ass. 
So in an interview with the Huffington Post, he said, look, I uh, this is uh, this is how uh, I was raised. This is how my grandparents were raised. Uh, and by the way, don't think I'm into child abuse. I'm not. I never uh, spanked any of my kids uh, uh, over the age of 13 because at that point they can't be changed by a paddle. They have no fear. And he says there's no, uh, you know, you should never hit a kid anywhere other than on the butt. I'm not talking about slapping them or hitting them with your hand or your fist or anything like that except for spanking on the butt. And I believe in it. And uh, it has, as you can imagine, just reignited that controversy that has been discussed for years and years among parents. So, what? I don't know. What do you uh, look? Who knows what the real answer is? But what do you guys think about his post? And what do you guys think about the issue? I've never spanked my kid past thirteen. Just made mm-hmm. me go, wait, what? <laughs> Obviously, if you have to spank your kid at twelve, something you're Something's doing wrong. isn't isn't connecting. Mm-hmm. Something's not right. I feel like we moved past that time. Like yeah. when I was a kid, I was spanked, but mm-hmm. now I have kids, I've never spanked them. Yeah. There's other things that you can do that are so, so much more effective. Yeah, here's the thing. If the kid's but crying... keep it to yourself. Yeah, for sure. If the kid's crying for 15 minutes because he didn't get gum and he's six, maybe a stern look a long time ago would have put that right away. If my dad gave me a look in a restaurant, I'd be like, oh... To this day. To this day. <laughs> okay, so, but what does the look represent? What's How is he backing up the look if there's not a paddle waiting for you when you get home? Oh, if there's not a paddle waiting for you at home, there's no TV or you're going to bed right after dinner. Yeah, there, they take away your phone, whatever. Yeah, there's consequences to your actions. Mm-hmm. I think parents nowadays and for a very long time, they just want to be your buddy. And that is a problem. Yeah. So d- discipline, yes. Corporal mm-hmm. punishment, no. Correct. Seems to be where we're all coming down. And I think I agree with that. But, uh, by the way, in his Facebook post, and then we'll move on, he not only wrote everything that I wrote, but he also went to the trouble of putting up a photograph of himself sitting out in his driveway with a big table and a, and a cardboard sign on it that says, free ass whoopings, and he's holding a paddle. So this is almost like this is a mm. crusade for this guy. This wow. guy's really yeah. into hitting kids. He just right? wants to hit kids. <laughs> I think that's what's going it's on not here. a discipline thing. He just likes to beat oh, them up. This could have been our beat it kids. Right? <laughs> He literally is beating kids. <laughs> so anyway, so don't do that. I guess don't don't. Uh, I guess what we're saying is uh, is don't be like uh, Dwayne. Right. Exactly. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin B show, shall we? Chocolate milk for everyone. Uh, animal stories on the program today. We have weird turn-ons, which is an endless list. Yeah. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Uh, director David Barry, who has uh, made a movie called Dream Out Loud, and it's a U2 fan film. Yeah. Which looks fascinating. Uh, we have uh, Susan Michaels for CatCon 2018. You oh, you're going to go that year, right, Because cats suck, first of all. Why don't and you second go? second of all, I hate puns. Uh-huh. Cats are so awesome. So she's going to say, it's going to be a perfect weekend. I'm going to go, stop it. Why Stop don't it, you right go meow. and judge like the kitten beauty contest or something like that this year? Oh, that would be so fun. The kitten beauty contest. What's cuter than a kitten? A puppy. Beat it, kid. Oh, <laughs> not Listen, happening. I don't like cats either. Right. I do like puns, and I'm not I a pun like fan. How mad it makes you. I'm. I'm not kitten. This is going to be oh, terrible. Oh, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> You're so happy over that nonsense. Uh, and we're running out of time because Friday we're going to Las Vegas and we've got two different chances for you to win. Kevin and Bean built this pool singles party uh, with your best and worst quality. That's what we're going to be looking for today. In the 6 o'clock hour, we will take some calls on your best and worst quality. Uh, I hate kids. Maybe one of my worst. 
or best, depending on yeah, your view. Could be both. Right. Mm. Uh, so that's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. That means it's time for Allie's first look at what's happening on this Wednesday. Well, Dave just handed me something that I know people are waiting for. So I want to let you know. Right. And now, a breaking news bulletin. Dear members of the press. And now, a breaking news bulletin. For your future planning. Live, local, late-breaking. Be sure to save the date, you guys. Save the date. A treasured American tradition for 87 years. We interrupt this program to bring you breaking news. The 87th annual Hollywood Christmas Parade, Sunday, November 25th. Yay! Finally have a date. So I assume we start packing up our stuff. Right. Heading on out there to the parade route, get the best seat. Right? Like mid-October? Oh, mid-October. I was thinking soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why they're Next telling us weeks. to save the date now. Oh, gotcha. you want to sleep on the sidewalk until the parade. Sure. Yes! You who, kidding? Who doesn't? Right? We, of course, don't know who the celebrity Grand Marshal will be or who some of the celebrities from film, television, television stage, award-winning bands from around the country, we don't know who they will be, what horses will be in it. Not sure yet, but whew, save the date. Sunday, November 25th. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. That thing is uh, meaningless to us now that they edit it. Now that they record it and they edit out all of the nonsense where they can't hear each other. and So great. Merry Christmas. Huh? What? What? I said Merry Christmas. Right. Yeah, it comes out Tuesday. (laughs) What? That was the best. Are you enjoying the parade? Yes. Are you enjoying the parade? Yes, I just got laid. Thank you. It's just <laughs> uh, like almost that bad. It was. I loved it. Whew, it was something. I think about this a lot. When I was a kid, there wasn't social media. And I don't know how much different my life would be now. I know it would have been a lot harder. Right. Kids have a lot to deal with right now. I would have been in a lot more trouble. Yeah, you would have, for sure. Uh Uh, But then I think about celebrity kids and what they have to deal with. Like having to put out statements when you're 14 years old that you and your boyfriend have broken up. Yeah, that sucks. That's unbelievable. But do they have to do that? Well, then they get bombarded with, why aren't you posting about this person anymore? They're going to be asked about it on a red carpet. So why not just get ahead of it, I guess. But Millie Bobby Brown and Jacob Santorius, Santorius, not sure. He's a kid. He's 15. She's 14. You know her as 11 from, of course, the show that we all used to watch that was fun. What's that called, Allie? Uh, Stranger Things. Okay, yes. just want to see if you had it. <laughs> didn't until then. She didn't right till that Whoa! last second. That was uh, that was close. But the former couple who were first romantically linked at the start of 2018 confirmed their breakup in matching Instagram stories. No. The decision was Jacob and I. The decision was Jacob and I was completely mutual. That can't be right. Mm. Maybe it is. She's 14. We are both happy and remaining friends. The performers echoed the sentiment with virtually the same statement on each other's page. So, I mean, to be 14 and have to be like, listen, it was pretty much my first heartbreak. Here it is, guys. Yeah, that's And weird. now can you all comment on it and let me know your thoughts? Oh, That is weird. 
That's tough. It's real tough. That is right. It ain't right. Agreed. We talk a lot about reboots, television shows. Do we need that? And uh, I didn't watch this show growing up, so I wasn't as attached to it. But what do you guys think about a classic TV series that's being rebooted as a feature film? It's called Fantasy Island. Hmm. It ran between 1977 and 1984. It ran for seven seasons with 152 episodes. If I remember correctly, it was super cheesy. Well, it was Ricardo Montalban. He was the white-suited Mr. Rourke who oversaw a mysterious island where people could live out their fantasies. And that would be played by Will Ferrell. For a price. The series often dealt with dark themes and the supernatural. All right. Like, if bad, weird things happen on this island. That sounds better than it was. Yeah. It does it really? <laughs> yes. It was mostly just real cheesy stuff? I, 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 that's how I remember it, yeah. Look, before we poo-poo this, mm-hmm. is there a role for our friend Brad Williams as the new tattoo? Oh, right. Because he passed away, right? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm down with that, okay. along with Will Ferrell. I mean, I think Bean's on something here. Our casting, okay. I think, is making this a pretty good movie. Right. All right. Suddenly, I'm in. Depends on who they pick, who writes it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's going to be Truth or Dare filmmaker Jeff Wadlow is attached to direct. So, who knows? Hmm. What if we get our buddies that did Deadpool, right? Mm -hmm. And they write it. Well, I mean, don't they're probably busy. I think mean, they're busy. They've got Zombieland. They've got a whole bunch of other so stuff. You want to call them and say, "Hey, there's a project coming out, and yes. they may not want you as directors." But but if you want to pitch yourselves for it, or I can start a campaign during what's happening. Right. Just saying. I, all I'm saying is they make out. everything better. You reach out. Okay. And see if you can make. Listen, that I'll do the legwork, right, Kevin. Good. Take my money now. It also means I'll get all the glory. Sure. Right. Yes, you will. We're going to talk in a little bit about MoviePass. That company is struggling right now. (laughs) It ain't good. We'll talk about that in just a bit. But some birthdays for you. Rapper, chef, great hair, Coolio. Chuck D, rapper. I don't recall his hair all that much, but I'm sure it's wonderful as well. Jason Momoa, speaking of hair, right? Right. Conan, Conan, the barbarian. I call them Conan. Sure. Oh, Aquaman, right? Mm-hmm. Lisa Bonet's husband, right? Hot. Come we on, know who guys. He is. I mean, how how excited do you want us to be? More. Okay. It's Jason Momoa, Sam Mendes. Oh, director, Sam Mendes, right? I love him. American Woo! Beauty, Revolutionary Road, Road to Perdition. He's the best. And singer of the Counting Crows, Adam Duritz. Right. Come on. I liked a lot of their songs. August and Everything After uh-huh, is sure. still an amazing album. A banger, if you will. <laughs> I won't. It's a lot of But banger. I love the album. <laughs> and that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. How about some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. 
I hope Omar is proud of himself for that. I think he loves it. I do I too. It's growing on me. That's so funny. Hey, uh, animal stories in the news. This is a uh, real-life uh, Ocean's 8 kind of thing. I'm sure you guys saw this. It was big mainstream news. The shark that was stolen from the San Antonio Aquarium in a broad daylight host, uh, 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 broad daylight heist is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see this story? I did yeah. not. Oh, this is amazing. Uh, Anthony Sinclair Shannon, 38 years old, and two accomplices went into the aquarium in San Antonio and reached into a shark tank. They had one of those, uh, it's one of those kind of interactive places where, you know, it's uh, it's low and you can kind of reach over it. These are not the sharks that are going to bite you. Right. right. And reached in and picked up this shark and put it into a baby stroller and then hurried up the stairs out to the parking lot and drove away with it. What? They stole a shark. A 16-inch long female shark. Uh, Anthony Shannon apparently had done recon on this. This is what makes it amazing to me is a month before he had showed up in a uniform pretending to be there to do salt and water testing because he wanted to be able to walk around and see what all the ins and outs and the angles of the building were and the shark tank and anything like this. So he planned this whole thing out. And then, of course, once they realized the shark was gone, they had him on surveillance, and they thought, this shark is not going to survive more than 10 or 15 minutes out of the water. Right. Apparently, he knew that. When police finally did track him down and get to his house, not only was the shark alive and fine, but he had a mock-up of the aquarium in his garage. Holy crap. Lots of different marine animals in the home. He totally knew what he was doing. They thought he was stealing it to try to sell or something because there's a black market for that. Turns out it wasn't the case. He had his own similar shark who had died recently, and he just wanted a replacement. So he went and stole it from the aquarium. Hmm. It's hmm. a horn shark. It's uh, He has been charged, as you can imagine, with, uh, with all kinds of crimes as a result of this, uh, including... Um, you know, a felony theft of property worth uh, over twenty five hundred dollars, and he and his uh, he has been arrested. His accomplices not arrested yet, but they have all made a confession that they were in on it. But can you imagine somebody going to an aquarium and just stealing a shark and impersonating a aquarium worker for yes. recon? That's that's a that's lot. That's something, yeah, yeah. It's a weird ass story out of uh, San Antonio. And I'll what tell a you good that. friend to do it with him, right? Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure that's the point, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I would say no if they asked me. <laughs> a 35-year-old French woman went to the emergency room to report a tingling electric sensation in her legs. No, nope, I don't. Mm-mm. Which I know, Ali, sounds pretty good so far, depending on the electric sensation. Ugh. But it also comes with trouble walking. Uh, her name is uh, Mar- uh, Marie Jacquier. And she went to the hospital, and she said she had fallen several times. She had a tingling feeling in her legs. It had been progressing, noting that she was even having difficulty riding her horse for the past three months. Not a euphemism. They took uh, x-ray of her spine and revealed a large, round object nestled in her spine, blocking her central nervous system. After they performed surgery to remove the object, what do you think it was? It has to be a worm or something that got into her. It was a tapeworm. Oh! In your spine, you oh, guys. In your spine. I won't uh, attempt the Latin uh, pronunciation of the tapeworm, but it is commonly known as the dog tapeworm. It is not often found in humans. Once the tapeworm was in it, in her body, it formed a cyst and lodged in her spine. By the way, the woman has not been in contact with the dog as far as she knows. She has a cat. She has contact with cattle and she rides horses, does not have a dog in her life. So they are unclear hmm. how she was able to get this. Hmm. But that's not what you expect when you go in and you're saying, hey, I have tingling in my leg. That you have a tapeworm living in your spine? No. No, that seems bad. 
<laughs> and finally, this is a story that if uh, Lightning is listening right now, the uh, car enthusiast that Lightning is, this one is going to break his heart or anyone who shares his love for these classic old automobiles. This is a cherry red 1965 289 Shelby Cobra. This man, Tom Cotter of Davidson, North Carolina, and some other car collectors went on a road trip in Alaska. Now, he didn't want to put a lot of... Um, by the way, I might be able to... I might be uh, sneezing here in a second. All right. <laughs> oh, sorry. Best. That's real, He didn't want to put too many miles on it, so he flew his car to Alaska and then went on a road trip with other car enthusiasts around the state. Well... One of the people who is traveling in the group named Woody Woodruff of Charlotte, North Carolina, left a package of Fig Newtons on the passenger seat as Mm. they got out of the car one day. And what do you think happens when you have a million-dollar car and you leave it in Alaska with food inside? I would guess animals want that food. A bear. A bear. Tore the crap out of this million-dollar 1965 289 Shelby Cobra. Major rips to the vinyl roof, dents all over the body. The bear broke in just to get the cookies. Uh, Mr. Woodruff, who had left the cookies behind, said, I feel kind of bad, but Tom's taking it pretty well. (laughs) He, by the way, says everything can be fixed. He's hoping that the damages will be paid for by his insurance company. But he says he still uh, had a great time, you know, traveling around Alaska. He says it was the best vacation of his life. And he doesn't seem to bother him too much that he had so much damage on his car. You think he's covered for if a bear gets in your car? You know, I don't know. What kind of insurance would that be? (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) I mean, it is damage to your car that's not your fault. You but it is his it's not your fault. I mean, no, it right. sort of is his fault because he yeah. left the food on the seat. But yeah. in a place where there are animals that want food, y- mm-hmm. you're not at fault if someone breaks into your car and takes a CD. True, right? You are at fault for having a CD in your car. Correct. In I went CD right there. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> or an eight track, whichever one you want to go with. Whichever. I mean, this bear could have broken into a lot of cars, but I love that he picked the million dollar antique car. Wow, that's the best part of that. And this is Animal Story. All right, we're going to open up the phone lines right now. Kevin and Beans built this party. Sorry, Kevin and Beans built this pool singles party. We've got Whatever your passes. Whatever we built, when you, we want you to be with us. Exactly. And it's this uh, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if you can go and you're a guy, this is your, we're looking for you, 21 or over. Mm-hmm. Every day we have a different theme. Our theme today is best and worst qualities. Oh, so your best quality, little, your worst honesty. quality. Right. Ooh. And when you call in with your worst quality, don't go, I just love too much. Because <laughs> we're not going to buy it. We're going to say, beat it, kid. Right. Right? <laughs> so if you're a guy 21 or over, 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number. It's like a job interview, man. Your yeah. best and your worst quality. Call now. We'll talk to you next. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. We are going to Las Vegas this weekend. Kevin and Bean's built this pool singles party. Is Friday, and we're looking for guys that are 21 or above, and we're looking for your best and worst quality. you got to be honest with us, because the ladies need to know what they're in for when they meet you at the scene on the rooftop of the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino this weekend. We're talking about round-trip transportation on the Kevin and Bean Party Bus. We're talking about a two-night hotel stay in the newly renovated rooms at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Uh, By the way, brought to us by the Happy Time Murders, which is going to be in theaters everywhere on August the 24th. So, 1-800-520-1067. Men only this time around. Ladies, we'll do the same question for you later on today. Let's meet, uh, why don't we start with Robert? He is in Palm 
Palmdale. He is up first on line one here on the Kevin and Ben Show. Good morning, Robert. Morning. So you're available to go with some friends this weekend and uh, and party in Las Vegas with us. Absolutely. All mm-hmm. right, so ladies are going to meet you at the pool, and you're going to start getting into a conversation. You have to sell yourself a little bit, but also be honest. What are you going to say if they ask what your best quality is? Uh, my best quality would be that I'm pretty funny, pretty laid back. You're very laid back. <laughs> I mean, Pretty funny and laid back are not yeah, the same thing, are, though. Those are two different things. <laughs> so stick with one. Which one do you pick? Uh, I like to think of myself as more funny. Okay. Okay. Okay, I've seen no evidence of that. All right. Okay. How about your worst quality, Robert? Uh, sometimes when I drink too much, I can get kind of annoying. So that's, that's a pretty bad one. Does Robert sound like a guy to you who goes off when he drinks? But some people trick you, Bean. They're really? just the most even keel, then they get drunk, and you're like, who are you? It's like a totally different <laughs> I dude. I think Robert might be that dude. Okay. All right, Robert, I want you to drink a lot and call us back. Thank you for the <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't, didn't get a great vibe on Robert. Did you guys? Uh, he no, might be but a super nice guy. Let's see what else we have. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. Robert may look great in a minute. Let's go to uh, Anthony in Anaheim. Hi there. Hey. Good morning, guys. What is your best quality, Anthony? Best, I would say, is I'm a nursing student, so I'm compassionate and care about others. Now, nice. a nursing right. student, I think that is very attractive to ladies. Right? All right. All right. What do you think, Allie? Yeah, absolutely. Because we all respect nurses so much, and you have to be a very special and as as you as you mentioned, Anthony, very compassionate person for that line of work. Plus, so the day after good. the party, you need the IV. Absolutely, <laughs> bring you back to life. One hundred percent. All right. What's uh, what's the downside of uh, being with Anthony? Let's see. I got a um, pretty bad. Well, not that bad, but a receding hairline at thirty-two, and kind of thinning in the back. Shave, shave it. it. Shave it. <laughs> we had that um, conversation last it. week, man. You got to just shave, shave it seriously. It. I remember that. All right. Well, remember more when you're buying razors. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, Anthony. All right. Hold on, Anthony. All right, Anthony. Anthony sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, right. I like that. All right, Let's go there. to uh, Jimmy at Rancho Cucamonga. Hi, Jimmy. Good morning. Good morning. We're looking for your best and worst quality. What's your best? Um, I know how I know how to make friends just about anyone. Very friendly. Very friendly. Okay. Okay. And worst. What is um? I don't know how to date. To uh, know when someone needs me. I'm sorry, again? Um, I don't know how to say no when someone needs me. Oh, oh, it's hard for you to say no. Okay. Like almost yeah. a pushover a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Aww. Jimmy, could you wire me $1,000? He needs no. it. No. Look, he oh, just said no. All right, you're lying. So he's lying. Okay. Wow. Oh. <laughs> that, sounded, that sounded pretty easy. <laughs> just listen to you on the phone here, Jimmy. All right. Thank you for the call. By the way, with the exception of uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, do you know many grown men who are still going by Jimmy? Yeah, my Uncle Jimmy and about five cousins named Jimmy. Ah. Okay, so Jimmy's a thing. All right. Got it. All right, so so far we've had Robert, we've had Anthony, we've had Jimmy. We're doing all guys this time around. Same question for you ladies later on today. I think Josh is up next in Santa Clarita. Hey, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. Well, we're fine. We're trying to stock the pool for the Kevin Bean Singles Party this weekend in Las Vegas. It sounds like you are interested in going, so let's start with your best quality, Josh. What will the ladies be excited to know about you when they meet you? Well, you know, like I told the guy on the radio, I'm the nicest asshole you'll ever meet. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm an extremely nice guy. Uh, you know, you if so- you... Uh, Okay, so hold on, hold on. So we're not doing worst yet. We just asked you for best. Oh. And best is nice asshole? 
Yeah, I guess so. You've got a nice outfit. Assuming we would. Yeah, there's a good chance. Josh being Josh. And I'll run around naked, you know? Mm. Well, that's what Built This Pool is all about. Right. So it's just weird, as Kevin pointed out, that your best quality involves you being an asshole. That's very weird to me. Okay, now I can't wait to find out your worst quality. Well, like the last guy, I'm a nice guy, so I get taken advantage of. So that's kind of the worst quality I have. It's not really a, a worst quality, is it? Nope. Okay. All right, one more. Feel. It's going to be William. He's in L.A. Hey, William. Hey, what's going on? Taking calls from I, uh, guys 21 and above. We're looking for your best quality first. Best quality. I uh, run for charity about once every two months. Wow, okay. And uh, worst quality is that I uh, party too hard right after the race, so... You know, just try to get those cars back up, drink a little bit too much beer, but, you know, it's all in fun. All right, let me ask you a question, though. If you're going to go to the, this weekend and you're going to party, are you the guy that's yeah. going to pass out, like, one hour into it? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, I, do, I love Vegas. Love to party there. And, uh, but, you know. William's worst quality, you guys, in the whole world is that he rages too hard. He rages too hard. <laughs> That's the worst thing you I can love say about uh, William. Also, the best thing is that he runs. For charity, I mean that's that's great for the ladies. They're gonna be very excited to meet you. I mean, he helps with charity. That's good. Okay. Uh, Okay. By the way, I've been uh, carbo uh, loading myself for 25 years now. When Uh I do finally get around to running that marathon, it is going to be the fastest time Mm -hmm. ever recorded by humans because I'm going to have so much energy built up. Yeah. I'm doing it right. I. You're not going to ever run. But when I do that, even a hundred yard dash, it's going to be like a rocket. Right. Sure. I don't know how y'all feel, but I like the Anthony shaving his head Mm -hmm. if he takes our advice. And then after the weekend in Las Vegas, going back to his job as a uh, as a nurse. I like him very much. I like him as well. He's he's my vote to join us at the party. You agree, Allie? Yeah. All right. Let's say hi to our man, Anthony in Anaheim. Congratulations, Anthony. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Don't let me see any hair on your head when I see you Friday. <laughs> you won't. Try to bring three other uh, um, single guys, okay? Will do. All right. Thank you, Anthony. We will see you on Friday. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Today, the King of Mexico is weak. Time is 7.06. What? Dave, the King of Mexico is weak. Listen, I just have concerns, man. And I 
I care about other people's feelings, Do other you? people's mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I would this like to what? say, as Dave prepares to tell us about the encounter he had in a shopping mall this weekend, I would like to say that I appreciate that Dave is thoughtful enough to think this issue through and not just have some sort of a knee-jerk reaction because somebody challenged him. I think it's a conversation worth having. Now, you may disagree with the conclusion that Dave came to, but I think I give him a lot of uh, a lot of credit for being for being work on this topic. <laughs> woke, that's what I meant. Yeah. Look, so I where stay were woke. you, Dave? Listen, so I'm at the Century City uh, Westfield Plaza, and I'm at Smitten Ice Cream, getting my ice cream like I do. Right. And I am wearing a NWA t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, you know, the great rap act. The uh, the logo with the with the, the red screen. Yes, cursive of the, the, the lyrics yeah. or the 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 letters N W A and then what, a picture? and in the back it says that S is dope, right? Okay, so, okay. You know, so the gentleman who takes my order is an African American man. Yeah, and he looks at me, looks me up and down, and then asks me, "Oh, are you a fan?" And I for, totally forgot what shirt I was wearing. Right. So I look down and I go. Yeah. <laughs> now wait, like, hold like on. I can start getting defeated. Then, Why were you defeated already? It's just, it felt weird to me. But and then, aren't you a fan? I am a fan. Okay, so why are you embarrassed by that? I don't know. Huh. And, and I, it, I just had this icky feeling. And, and why I, was this guy trying to challenge you publicly? By the way, for the see, T-shirt that you were he, wearing, which is not his business at all. Just yeah. get my ice cream. Yeah. Um, Beat it, kid. And so, <laughs> so he asked me. You a fan? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, all right. What's your favorite song? And I'm like, well, okay. This is a this is a test now. This is aggressive. Right. That ought to be enough for him that you're a fan and you're not just trying to exploit his culture. That is well, bizarre but, that well, he follows I mean, that up with what's I mean, your favorite song. I, I get it because we now have, do you have to write an essay <laughs> about how NWA changed your life. No, no, no. But you know, you see people in the the Forever Twenty One catalog wearing NWA shirts or or uh, just. You know. want to make sure you're not a poser. Exactly. So I go, well, what's... Dave's a poser really on everything. <laughs> wrong. So, okay. so I, I, don't, I, I go back and I go, well, you know, a song to sing along to or a song that's hard? And he's all, both. I'm like, oh. Because so he doesn't think out. you can even name a song. <laughs> yeah. So I go, all right, my favorite song to sing along to is Compton's in this house. And then my favorite song I think that's hard is 100 Miles and Running. And he's like, all right. And then his attitude changed. He's like, yeah, there you go. And then he started Dave, how long his. did it take you to think of an NWA song title that didn't have the N-word in it? Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, that, I he's stalled, going down the top three I stalled by saying, what song? Like, what do you mean? What type of song? That's what, what I was stalling for. And after that, he was like, oh, yeah. And he started giving me his favorite uh you know right, rap so track. he's sort of uh, now you're bonding yeah, yeah so now we're bonding over rap all right but at the same time i just didn't feel right and then i started thinking man should i be wearing this shirt at what? all what yes at you all. should be wearing should, that shirt I, what kind of question is that you're now bonding with this yes guy. but you know then i i realized the shirt the, the initials what they stand for right and i was like you knew that I before i i I did, yeah. But then, when I've seen it in real life, interacting with with other people, mm-hmm. I'm like, should I be wearing this shirt, but especially the with these initials? The band. Yeah, that's yes. the name of the band. It's yes. not like that's what people just call them. Do you right. like the band? I do. Okay, I do. Wear the shirt, but that's it. But the but those words. That's all. You know, it's 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 their words their, that yes. they named their band that. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Okay. But I still didn't feel appropriate wearing it. Okay, but let me ask. In Dave's defense here, Kevin, they named the band that. There's a band out there called Holocaust Denier. If I wear that <laughs> T-shirt, is that cool? Because that's what they named the that's band. very or different, I, though. No, is no, it it's though? not. Is am it? I making a statement by saying it's okay to say Holocaust Denier? Denier, yeah. 
No, that's a very different thing. You're denying a part of history that happened. This is just the name of their band. But that's just the name of a band, is I what I'm I saying. understand. It that. doesn't mean that I endorse what they represent. It means I'm a fan of that band. Can I wear that t shirt? I think that's what Dave's saying. Yeah. Is, look, he likes the band, but he's uncomfortable even having the N from the N word on his shirt exactly. as a non African American Even though I love the band, I love all the artists on it, you know, and it just felt icky to me. I and, see where Dave's and, coming and from. I, I don't because once Dave was able to name the songs, every Everything was great, and they had a better re- relationship rapport than they would have if the guy didn't even bring it up. Did he give I... you, like, a bigger scoop? <laughs> no. Then that's that's the actual did. question. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that you. the ice cream guy was trying to embarrass you. As uh, You're a customer in his store, and he's trying to put you on the spot to make you prove you're a fan to him. I think his behavior was offensive. It sounds racist. <laughs> I Thank you, sir. I agree. All right. Before we go to our special caller on the line, I think Dave can absolutely wear the T-shirt and not think another thought about it. Allie, your thoughts? I think you're being a little bitch. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Kevin, how about you? Same. 100% wear the right. shirt. <sighs> so we're all on the same page. Let's go to our good friend Jensen Carp. He's on the line. He's the Kevin Amin hip-hop correspondent. He has been listening to this discussion. Jensen, we have not spoken with you at all about this off here. We have no idea what you think about any of the details that have been revealed, but we'd like to hear from you, please. Uh, number one, when any, whenever anyone talks about cultural appropriation, my phone just rings. They're not even calling you. You're in. If you talk yeah. about cultural appropriation, I have to weigh in as sure. a white male uh, from Los Angeles. So I appreciate that. <laughs> of course. First, I want to say I love the idea that he feels he's being called out by a black dude in Century City. <laughs> <laughs> At an ice cream shop. At an ice cream shop. <laughs> Real hardcore life you're living. Um, Word. Okay. So, number one, you have to look at the way NWA has used the term over the years, which is, one, they wanted to take the term back. It was not like it, – it, it's not like I started a band called KKK and then just uh, subversively had people wear the T-shirt. That was their mission to, to, to basically have a white guy or a Mexican dude wear those shirts and take the term back. But – but I, I wouldn't wear an NWA shirt. Is Thank that you. right? Thank you. I wouldn't. And because? That's I've worn Ice Cube shirts. I've worn, uh, I even had an Easy shirt when I was a kid. But I just kind of think it was a term I, I never felt. Because they even used the term flipped backwards on one of their album, uh, like yeah. the, one of their album titles was it flipped backwards. And uh-huh. that was an album title I just avoided saying. <laughs> uh, I just never felt fully comfortable. But also I want to say this. Even though I would never wear the shirt, I actually think you're living in a world of white guilt, Dave, because I don't even think he's bringing up racial. I think he thinks you're being just a poser. Yeah. I yeah. think if you if you see, like, a 10-year-old wearing a Zeppelin shirt, you're like, come on, dude. dude what's your, you what's your favorite Zeppelin, Zeppelin right? song? No, what's listen. your favorite song? Yeah, yeah. Like in, in real life, I don't think he was even bringing up the n-word but that was you yeah oh, and i get that so the guy and the, i kind of get the guy that at the too. ice cream shop was not making it racial at all dave no. made it racial by white guilt yeah no 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 just yeah. that the fact that and, and i i believe you in that too and i i think that as well but that got me thinking of should i even be wearing this shirt when i started discussing it with him are they a band That's, that you love yes jensen are they a band that you love absolutely why I mean, wouldn't I like- you I, I just don't because if, if in the long scheme of things, I just kind of think it's disrespectful in a way that I, yes. I think that I just don't think it's something I want on my shirt uh, because I just I, I avoid it at all costs. I've been I've been a rap fan since I was seven years old, so it's just something that I am very careful of. Uh, but then again, I wouldn't wear a vanilla ice shirt either, so I don't know. Maybe it's both sides. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so guys, I think 
Um, I think I'm out. I think I'm going to give You're it away. Out on the NWA shirt. Yeah. Okay. Give it to Kevin because he wants right? to wear it with yeah. his hood. So if you want an NWA <laughs> shirt, be caller 20 now. No, nope, we're not giving it away. <laughs> it's not happening, no. So yeah. Jensen doesn't either. That's shocking. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, you want it? But Jensen I'm... never did. Mm-hmm. And Dave wore it up until this. I wore it once, by the way. This that was interaction. It. That was the one time I wore it. I just got it, wore it. Now I'm going to just put it away. I Unless think that's you want crazy. It. I'll take it. All right. Sure. I mean, right. what was the con- Dave? Did you say what the context of the shirt is? Is there is there a photo of them? Is there anything no, else? No, it's just NWA, and then on the back of the shirt it says that S is dope. Because uh, I thought if the back said I'm a racist, that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. All right, I think I want to start with. Well, maybe it's a good time for me to mention that uh, parents with small children listening uh, might want to be aware that this particular talk is intended for a, a more mature audience. You think so? You think Bigfoot erotica is that we need to keep the kids away from? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Viewer discretion is advised. The following program is rated TVMALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer I have to warn advised. you, some of this is clearly inappropriate for young viewers. Please ask your children to leave the room. We're about to discuss an issue that may not be suitable for children. In fact, it probably is not. And I want to give you an opportunity to turn down the volume. The following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer discretion advised. All right. I think that's enough. I think we got the warning out there. Um, This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm done. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. This program contains images which may be disturbing to younger or sensitive viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Okay. Now, go go ahead. A warning, some of what you're about to see and hear is explicit. (laughs) All right. All right, this time, go ahead. I'm done. Okay. We must warn you. Some of the subject matter of this story is on the mature side. Okay. Now I think we've definitely gotten the word. All right. Bigfoot. The following program contains mature content. What? Viewer discretion is advised. I'm done now. Go ahead. Come on. Go ahead. You you do it. 18 or older to listen in on this line. If you are not, hang up now. Okay. All right, go ahead. Bigfoot erotic. Parental discretion I is advised. I God, Kevin. <laughs> All right. The main association monitored the animal right. action. No animal was harmed in the making of this program. Oh. By the way, that was needed. That was a good idea. That's a nice time around. Okay. Yeah. All right, go All right. Ahead. Now, let's stop for real. Okay, guys. go ahead. I know. If you have little children and you allow them to listen to the following conversation, you are a bad parent. Right? A really bad parent. You are seriously f- up, right? You with your illegitimate kids and your bad judgment and whatnot. All right, go ahead. Are we are we ready to go now? Sure. But I got to warn you. This is a warning. <laughs> warning alert. Okay, we are warned. Come Thank on. you. It's a warning alert. The uh, the pol- following conversation may contain dialogue oh, of a sexual nature, violence, or bestiality. It may also include content unsuitable for any human being, including talk of a dirty Sanchez, a hot Carl, a Cleveland steamer. Or a donkey punch. Parental discretion is advised. All right, go ahead. Should I even try it again, Allie? I don't Or is I the bad man going to interrupt? <laughs> I mean, we're almost out of time. I know, we're almost point. out of time. Well, right, I'm a, done. It's okay. a real thing. I'm okay. done. Politics. Your discretion. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just uh, wondering, maybe this isn't a suitable subject for the children. Right. Politics has gotten out of control, you guys. Mm-hmm. And just when you think you've figured out who the white supremacists are so you can avoid voting, voting for them, now you have to worry about which candidates for Congress are into Bigfoot erotica. This is Bigfoot a, erotica. This is, I mean, this is a real story that's in the news about an actual race going on for the U.S. House of Representatives in Virginia. 
Leslie Coburn, or Cockburn, depending on how you choose to pronounce it, is the Democrat for Virginia's 5th Congressional District. And she has accused her Republican opponent, Denver Riggleman, of being a Bigfoot erotica enthusiast. Now, when you say Bigfoot, we are talking about Sasquatch. Not, Sasquatch. Not big feet. That's right. right. Yes. Yeah, he may have a foot fetish as well, but no. This is the big old uh, Chewbacca-looking animal that runs through the woods. Right. right. So she says he's been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica, and she has included uh, on her social media screenshots of posts from her opponent's Instagram page showing all sorts of Bigfoot art, by the way. And by the way, one of them is he, he replacing Bigfoot's head with his own. Yes. I mean, that's pretty good. One of them has his face on Bigfoot's body. <laughs> uh, also drawings of Bigfoot with his genitals obscured by a sensor bar. It's a, it's a huge bar. sensor yes. bar. It is huge. He is, I don't, it's not fair to say, look, I don't know anything about his policies. He could be the right man for the job. I don't know. He owns a craft beer distillery. He's a former Air Force intelligence audience, uh, officer, but he is a Bigfoot aficionado. Okay. And he's also been caught on camera campaigning with white supremacists. Oh, he's a white so, supremacist too. So let's, that's true. Yeah, let's not say he could be a great candidate. Okay. But when I, you say he's into Bigfoot, that's a he, different yeah. thing than Bigfoot erotica. He ha- right? Yes. He has written a book called Mating Habits of Bigfoot. He has and written how a- can I get involved? <laughs> and, and break some off for daddy? And where to meet them? <laughs> he, he wrote a book called Bigfoot Exterminators Incorporated, the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of Monster Hunt 2006. Well, that's mm. a terrible title. Yeah, it's too long. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, like it is a terrible title. That's true. So now he, I mean, the, his, his opponent is trying to use this against him as saying, because he's into some freaky stuff, he's no good as a candidate. He can't represent you in Congress. Why not just stick with white supremacists? You You would think. Because that's not enough these days. Uh, Not for that party, it doesn't seem. Plus, white supremacists (laughs) plus Bigfoot erotica. See, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, no, I'm starting to like him. He's into some weird crap. I'm digging him. It it makes sense that a white supremacist should be enough to kill it, but the president will come out, I guarantee, and endorse this Republican for his office, despite the fact these white supremacists. He's done it for a dozen other candidates already so far. Right. So we got to, we started thinking about the Bigfoot erotica, by the way. And I don't know if you've seen all the other books that are out there about Bigfoot, Kevin. This is a thing, people. It is a big thing. So now we'd like <laughs> to leave the political part of the conversation behind <laughs> us and move into Bigfoot erotica. Bigfoot erotica. is a thing. Listen mm. to some of the books that are available, by the way. Uh, author Ann Probe <laughs> wrote a book called Boffing Bigfoot. <laughs> Candy Banger was an author who wrote the highly acclaimed book Bigfoot's Gay! Exclamation oh, okay. point. Robin Blackbird, I can't really say this title. It's about Bigfoot being behind Miss Blackbird. What is happening? And I liked it. Uh, <laughs> and you liked it, Bean? No, no, that's, that's part the of name the of the book. Okay, that's the name of the book. Gotcha. Bean's um, like, I liked it. Mating <laughs> Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him is another book that's available. So there's a lot of Bigfoot oh. porn out there. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. How, what? How, what? Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the why come? Right? I don't understand how, look, you can't stop what you're turned on by. And right. We've had that discussion many times over the show. People can't even explain sometimes why it is they're attracted to a thing. But I think we need to hear from some of our listeners on uh, 
of course, if you're if you love Bigfoot, like like the congressman does, we want to hear from like you. we all do. But we're opening up to to other things that are maybe a little bit unusual that turn you on. Yeah, when you tell people uh, this, they are very surprised by it because they mm-hmm. didn't know it existed, or mm-hmm. you don't tell people about it. Right, one right. or the other. And by the way. And we'll take your calls uh, on the weird uh, fetishes, the odd oddball things that turn you on. That's the topic on the table. 1-800-520-1067. How long into a relationship do you think you bring up, hey, I'm really into sexy time Bigfoot? I think you never say the word sexy time Bigfoot, mm-hmm. first of all. Yeah. Is that, are you doing a favor for somebody if you just get it out there on the first date so you let them know they're, you know, so they don't waste their time with you if they're not into it? Or is that the type of thing you have to wait until you've got a real good, solid relationship and it can it could sustain that kind of news? I don't think you talk about all your kinks on your first date ever. You build Usually up to that. But I would also say it seems like it may be a bit of a deal breaker. Really? I would think it may be. Nah. <laughs> Allie's good with it. I'm just hmm. saying, if somebody was like, listen, I dig Yetis and I like Yeti porn. <laughs> All right. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I won't You're shave. ready for dessert? Yeah. What do, you, what do you need me to do? I like big foot. <laughs> <and I cannot laughs> <lie. laughs> All right. So 1-800-520-1067. What's the freaky porn or thing that you are into? Can be Bigfoot, can be whatever you got. We want to hear about it. 1 800 520 1067. We'll take your calls next on K Rock. I like Bigfoot. And I cannot lie. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Let's take one phone call and let's make it uh, Allison, who's calling from okay. Los Angeles. Hi, Allison. Hi, guys. For folks who are just joining us, we were talking about uh, Bigfoot erotica, which is suddenly in the news because of a uh, congressional race in uh, Virginia. And it just got us on the topic of weird things that people are into. Do you have one, Allison? Uh, yes, I'm about to out my friend, so I'm breaking some serious girl code. Okay, Sorry. good. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so she was dating this guy for two years, and he finally broke up with her because she discovered his weird fetish. And it was. Um, he is only into girls who are amputees. Um, any particular limb or limbs need to be missing? Um, not that I'm aware of, no. You know what's weird, though, is that most people, they have a bunch of different interests. This guy was only into women that were amputees? Strictly, and she did not fit the bill. I was going to say, was she an amputee, but she wasn't? No, she was not. Every oh. night she went to sleep, she was, she was laying there with one eye open. Right. To make sure she had all of her limbs. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. I mean, look. Look, I know you want to judge because he broke up with your friend, but I mean, the guy was looking for a spinner, you know? <laughs> that wasn't going to happen with your friend. I mean, if, I don't want to shame him. Amputee girls need love, too. But Exactly. Like, why be out here on these dating websites? like dating normal girls for two years when like this is your thing like yeah. you live your life you should just download the stumpy app and get on with it oh, <laughs> isn't that the site that's the site right the app? i'm sure yes. it is yes with, allison uh... you are awesome thank you for violating your friend's uh privacy by sharing this story with us we appreciate it very much and thank you for listening <laughs> fetishes in the news of a sexual variety bigfoot erotica look it up you don't want us to play the warnings again <laughs> so we're taking your calls on kinky things that you or people you know are into and as i as i mentioned and, uh, we're not uh, judging here. You really have no control over what you're turned on by. It's possible we're judging. Maybe we're a little judging. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
But uh, 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to Doug, for instance, line three. Doug's a perfect example of one that, you know, it's certainly not uh, everybody's taste, but it's not unheard of as well. Hey, Doug. Hey, morning. Morning. Stranger what do you uh, Pregnant women. Yeah. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? I said, yeah. Pregnant how, women. How, how pregnant? Oh, you know, far far along. Far along, okay. Well, well known, pregnant. And are you able to act on this? Yeah, case? because almost always they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, let me make this clear. My pregnant wife. Let's let's do that. Okay. Very different. Okay. Yeah. Very different. Yes. And, very, and very common. People are attracted to their pregnant wife. But are you also attracted to other pregnant ladies that aren't you? Don't know. Um. Maybe, you know, maybe now you will be. Yeah, right. right? I think I think Doug is uh, coming to grips with what he didn't even realize until he picked up the phone yeah. this morning. Can you nice. imagine him in the delivery room going, "Oh, we had a baby. <laughs> you were so attractive." Damn it! When I used to do it's the misconnection, pregnant. It's different when it's my pregnant wife sure. because I'm like, I did that to you. Okay. Well, she played a part. <laughs> yeah, I know so. exactly. That's yeah. couldn't do, okay. And remember, Doug, you couldn't do it without her either. Yeah. Okay, when that's I did important. The oh, yeah. misconnections, that was a very common one. It was. A guy on almost every single page would say, I saw you at Target. I'd like to rub your big belly with lotion. It was very bizarre. Hmm. All right. That's weird. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. I hope the pregnancy goes on for 15 months just for you. <laughs> Let's go to Judy, line five, please. Pico Rivera up next here on the Kevin and Bean Show. It's Rudy. Uh, Rudy. I'm sorry. Hello, Could Rudy. You put Judy on the phone for us, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, this is Rudy from Pico Rivera. All right, All right, go ahead. You're attracted to what? Okay. I love a nice sized longha. And I don't like to call it a love handle, it has to be a longha. I like it to slightly stick out when, when they're wearing like a nice blouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like how it jiggles a little bit when they walk around. Mm-hmm. And then when we get down to business, I like to put one hand on one side of that and one hand on the <laughs> So, uh, like a muffin top? Uh, I like it to stick out of the side. Yeah, not so much a muffin top, but yeah. I mean, the first thing I look at is the face. I mean, sure. It'll be pretty and stuff. And then they got a love handle. It's just a plus. I love okay. It. All right. Nice. So when so not fat, but you know, could use to, could stand to lose a few pounds uh, to be I, a conventional I like, beauty. I like the slight, I like the slight imperfection because it just makes it seem so much real. All right. Okay. So much more real. All right. All right. There's Rudy our friend Rudy who, who, who can't. Cool. <laughs> exactly. All right. Very good, Rudy. I appreciate the call. Well, there's plenty to choose from. All right. Let's try uh, Jeff Line 1 Altadena. This is an interesting one, especially since he's calling about the uh, sexual desires of his mother. What? Oh, you love your mom like that, that's Jeff? Gross. No, no, that's yeah. not what he said. That's not what he said. Jeff, oh, what can you contribute oh, for us? Not about my mom and me. Oh. Of course. Okay. That would be disgusting. Right. 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 It's not us uh, doing it, by the way. It's you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she confessed to me and my brothers a few years ago that uh, she found Osama bin Laden sexy. Okay, now there's two ways this could go. One is she's just attracted to him because of his looks, just his physical appearance, and she would like other guys who look like him. But the other more disturbing and unusual thing is she is attracted to the fact that he is evil incarnate, and that somehow is a turn-on because he's forbidden. Which is it, Jeff? Which is your mom? Uh, Yeah, that's a good call. She's never dated a guy who resembled OBL. Uh, may I call him OBL? I mean, you already did, so yeah, go ahead. (laughs) 
<laughs> OBL. I'm just trying to shorten this up. Sure. Uh, yeah, and uh, she's not really into the dangerous type. Uh, hmm. I, I, I really couldn't wrap my head around it, especially because she's Jewish, and uh, that really disturbed me. All right. Uh, and uh, he's not a very attractive individual, I, in my humble opinion. Okay. Well, listen, have fun at Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> and uh, just go ahead and bring that up at the table. Get yeah. some more information. Give us a call back. All right. Thank you for the call. Uh, one more. Do we have time for yeah. one more? I don't. Do we? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I, we do. Okay. Uh, Kat in Riverside. Hi. Hi. Oh. Well, oh. Uh, what have we done, Kat? We've disappointed you. Um. Yeah. I like to watch my husband um, have sex with other women. Uh, very common, of course. Mm-hmm. Common fetish. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Sure. There's a lot of that out there. <laughs> and what's your address? Oh, no. Why, you want to get with her husband, Kevin? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, look, understand that was very weird that you would be asking for an address in this case. Her husband doesn't like to watch her have sex with other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Cat, is it is it working for you guys? Is every everybody involved consenting and having a good time? Um, well, um, once the one time we did it, yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. All right, was, more okay. yeah. more power to you. Have fun and please send that address along to Kevin. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. It's alley time, you guys. The highest paid DJs in the world. We've got top 15 here. Who do you think is the highest paid DJ? Calvin Harris. Is this Allie Allie makes his guess? It's a little, it's more Chad. Calvin Harris. It's got to be Calvin Harris. It's always Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris for six years in a row, the highest paid DJ. How do you, how much do you think he makes a year? A year. Uh, Boy, that's so tough. Um, 30 million? Bean? I think that's a real good guess, but I'm going to say $60 million. It is $48 million a year. And again, highest paid DJ in the world for six years in a row. What about DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? No, but he's a turntablist and he should be up there. He's actually doing stuff. <laughs> Don't make me get angry. <laughs> Who else? Uh, Zed? Zed came in number six at $22 million. All right. Um, how about uh, Martin Garrix? Martin Garrix, absolutely. Young man making $13 million. He came in at number 10. Number 10? Mm-hmm. Marshmallow? Marshmallow came in at number 5. $23 million. Maybe give uh, Krista that works for you a raise, if you know what I'm saying. Marshmallow, right? Spread the love. She I works her ass how- off. Big he is anymore, but I I know we're playing the new Skrillex song. Is he still making that kind of money? He is not top fifteen. How about Steve Aoki? Steve Aoki is number four. <laughs> Both of us can't say. Nope. It. Steve Aoki, twenty eight million dollars. Most of that in cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he just gives the cake away. He does. What's um, the point of that? Who's that guy with the uh, plays the records? The guy. Oh, that's a good question. On stage uh, none of playing, these guys. He's playing. <laughs> right. Who's the guy who hits the button on his laptop? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Tiesto. Yes, number three with thirty-three million dollars. Tiesto. Right. I think. I think it's mostly. Isn't it mostly these guys that have residencies in Vegas? Residencies, and I think a lot of it is probably producing money too. Yeah. True. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, who do, who do we miss? Who are the All big right. ones we should have thought of? By the way, we did pretty good on you this. You did pretty did. good. Yeah. yeah. Number 15, Afrojack, $10 million. Okay. 14, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. Okay. Yep, $10 million. DJ Snake, mm-hmm. $11 million. Well, I wouldn't have thought that much. Yeah. Okay. Number 12, Kygo. Okay. Kygo. I feel yeah, like I that's a... Kygo. K-Y-T-O, Kygo, right? Yeah. yeah, isn't that just a food truck or... <laughs> no? That's $11.5 million. Number 11, Axwell and Ingrosso, $12 million. Sure. Number 10, we said Martin Garrix. Number 9, Cascade. Oh, how could we not think oh, of right? Cascade? Love him. Dumb. 13.5 million. We're dumb. Sure. Number 8, David Guetta. Guetta, yeah. Whatever. Of course. 15 million. <laughs> yes. Number 7, Diplo. Sure. Diplo. What would Diplo say? What would Diplo say? He'd say, thanks for the 20 million. Number 7. Oh. Number 6, you mentioned Zed. Number 5, Marshmallow. 4, Steve Aoki. 3, Tiesto. Number 2, you didn't get. We didn't get number 2. Well, who are we forgetting then? Oh, Paris Hilton. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. That oh, um, 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 uh, who, Paulie, who's the Shore? Paulie D. Paulie D. has got to be number two. Absolutely not. Who are we not no. thinking about? I didn't know that these guys were DJs. Okay. Oh, Swedish House Mafia. No. Oh. The Chainsmokers. Oh, sure. Oh, Chainsmokers. Yeah. I just think of them as... Artists, yes, singers, sing. performers, yeah. yeah. 45.5 million, and of course, again, Calvin Harris, number one at 48 million. But if you want to see, like, real DJ, I mean, check out, like, a, a new mark from Jurassic 5. Mm-hmm. Check out the Beat Junkies. Right. Check out a Z-Trip. I mean, these are turntablists. They're actually doing stuff up there. They're not like, boop, play, suckers. Look at my hands in the air. I'm not doing nothing. Ooh, ooh. Just saying. Just just saying. Guys. I mean, they may be good, but they're not making $48 million a year. I know. Because people are bad and like dumb stuff. Kevin, that's not true. I didn't say that, though. I you know, did. you did. Right. 20th Century Fox is in the early stages of developing a prequel to the 1993 baseball comedy, The Sandlot. All right. We were just talking about this movie yesterday because we still say, you're killing me, Smalls. Sure. In everyday life. You're killing me, Smalls. Yes. The original director and writer are scripting the project. This could actually happen, you guys. Don't you want to know what happened before they went out there? I mean, not really. Summer of 1962? Not really, but uh, I would watch it. Such a cute movie. By the way, that movie was made for $7 million and grossed $33 million, followed by super strong VHS and DVD sales. I feel like it's just, it's a cult hit, right? Sure, it is, yeah. They show it in my cult. We all lay down for the night. We have Kool-Aid. We watch The Sandlot. Okay. I'm not in a cult, you guys. She's in a cult. Birthdays for you. Sam Mendez, Jason Momoa, Coolio, Chuck D, and Adam Duritz from the Counting Crows, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, does anyone have handy the tweet we got from a listener who tipped us off to the new U2 fan movie? I do. What is her name, please? Her name is Michelle Bernheim. Mm-hmm. And what she did Michelle tell us? tweeted all of us separately, which was smart, because some of us aren't great at Twitter. Um, she wrote, <laughs> hello, I'm helping David Barry, who has produced a fantastic U2 fan DVD. I'm even interviewed. And he has a screening on August 11th. Can we get him on the air with Kevin and Bean? And then included the whole release of what the movie's all about. So hmm. thank you, Michelle. We had not heard about David Barry's movie, but he is the director of Dream Out Loud, and we know we have lots and lots and lots of longtime U2 fans listening who maybe haven't heard about it as well, so we want to shine a spotlight on it. Hey, Dave, welcome to the program, my friend. How are you? Good morning. Thank you. Our pleasure, and uh, and thanks again to Michelle for uh, for letting us know about your film. August 11th, you have a screening at Raleigh Studios at 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale for dreamoutloudfilm.com, and I'll say that name again at the end of the interview. I know you've told the story many times before, David, but we have to ask, how did it all start? How does somebody come up with the idea to make a movie, not about the band U2, but about the fans of U2? I was uh, in uh, Anaheim at a U2 show in 2001 during the Elevation Tour. And it was the first time I was ever on the floor for a U2 show. I'd been a fan since 1982. And um, I was standing next to some teenagers who had, they were just so excited to hear Beautiful Day. They had never heard anything off the Joshua Tree, never heard Sunday Bloody That Sunday was the Friday. only song they knew from you 2 Yeah, and they were That's just awesome. as excited as I was. They just couldn't believe they were going to get a chance to hear Beautiful Day. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know what? This is turning into a generational thing. There's a story here. And then for the next 16 years, I was trying to figure out how to make it. And finally, last year with their uh, 30th anniversary tour, I decided, you know, it's time we need to just go and do this. 
How about that? That's so interesting. So did you travel with the band and go to lots of different shows and interview lots of different people? Or just every time they came through Southern California, you went and took a camera? No, no. We went out to, and went to 25 cities around the country following the tour. We weren't really you know, traveling with the band, of course. We were we were traveling on our own. But right. we went to 25 different cities and interviewed 20 or 200 uh, fans from 25 nations, literally. It's a huge cross-section of the U2 uh Interesting. And uh, and early on, or at any point during the process, did the band catch wind of it? And if so, were they uh, were they cooperative with you? They, they yes. Um, Bono's actually in the film. He was uh, kind enough and found the time to do an interview with us. Um, they've been very helpful, as helpful as they can be. They're four of the busiest guys, uh, you know, I've ever seen. But, True. Uh, but uh, yes, they've been as helpful as they can be. Okay, and uh, and what did you learn? I mean, you know how you feel about the band and what they mean to you. Did you find that your feelings were common among other U2 fans, or does everybody kind of come to the group from a different angle? I think there's, I think it's both, actually. There's, there's a commonality that people share uh, about their music, and it seems to be that uh, people find a lot of hope in U2's songs and community. Um, but they do come from all walks of life. Um, you find people from different types of jobs, different countries, different experiences. So it's really a, a very interesting mix of people that show up at a U2 show now. It's rare to have a band that uh, that uh, apparently you interviewed people from the ages of 12 to the age of 74. It's hard to have a band that actually has that much of an audience. It is. And, and what's interesting is uh, the 12-year-old is a, a young boy named Paco from Mexico City. And he is just as... Uh, into the band and excited about seeing them uh, as as somebody like me or or uh, even the seventy four year old who uh, still actually does the GA line and, and gets up against the railing at, at shows to to be able to be right up. <laughs> Is the that right? Love That's it. Awesome. Yep. Wow. Is yeah. U two one of those bands that people follow on the road? But sure, you love oh. the band. You always go see them when they come to town. But there are there a lot of people like we used to hear about with the Dead who just they kind of plan their lives around going to see U two. Um, yes, there are. There's a lot of people who travel. Typically, when U two goes on tour now, people will try and see as many shows as they can because you know we don't know how many more tours they'll do. Right, so you get a lot of guys who want to see them, you know, as many times as they can. But I know guys who've seen U two. A hundred times, I, I, there's one fan uh, from the U.K. that will be going to his 200th show in Dublin in November. Holy crap. crap. 200. So these are people that have grown up with them, you know, have been there since the very beginning. And it's been a part of their entire lives. He's aware there are other bands, right? Oh, of course. Of course. I just want to check, make you know sure he knows that, like, Bruno Mars exists and stuff. It becomes far more about the community and the friends and, and, the, and things like that yeah. than just the music well, of the band. I will say this about you 2 There are very few bands that can make average songs sound fantastic when they're live, and U2 is one of those oh, yeah. bands. They always sound so much better live than they do in any other way. They do. They, when they're live, it, it's that's where their music lives for sure. And... Yeah. Um, it's, that's really what captures people. Is that All right, we're talking to a, 
Exactly. You're right, David. We're talking to David Barry. He's the director. Again, the film is called Dream Out Loud. There is a screening coming up on Saturday, August 11th. That's a week from Saturday at the Raleigh Studios. You can buy your tickets at dreamoutloudfilm.com. Before we say goodbye, and I'm so grateful for you to take uh, take the time to come on, what are the plans for the movie after the screening? I understand you've uh, toyed around with it a little bit on uh, streaming it on Facebook. Is it the plan a DVD release or a, a streaming release on Apple or what? We're, we're, so right now, uh, we've just actually given the, the film to the band. We want to see if there's anything they want to do first. After that, we'll look into you know distribution through uh, streaming online, DVDs, okay. uh, broadcast. But we're giving it to them first to see if there's anything they want to have done with it. Got it. Well, congratulations. As a uh, lifelong YouTube fan, you spent 16 years working on this movie. It is a, a testament to your tenacity that it is finally coming out. And we appreciate you sharing your story with us for other YouTube fans here on K-Rock. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you, David. All right, next. How about that? Right? Right? Right. If you haven't seen YouTube Live, seriously, it's one of those things that you have to do in your life at least one time. Agreed. I got to tell Bono that the Joshua Tree Tour that they wrapped up, what, last summer? Mm Mm-hmm was one of the most moving experiences of my life. It was, I am I get choked up thinking about how beautiful it was. Yeah, it's a religious experience for sure. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. I want to see some naked dudes. At the scene on the rooftop of Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino this weekend with round-trip transportation, two-night hotel stay at the newly renovated rooms at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, and it's brought to us by Happy Time Murders, the most outrageous R-rated comedy of the summer hitting theaters August 24th. It's all Sesame, uh, no street, you know, or the other way around. I'm not sure. I can't remember which one. <laughs> all street, no Sesame. That's right. right. Yes. Yes. All right, let's get to Natalie. She's on line one to get us started, shall we? Hey, Natalie. Hey. Hey, thanks for What's listening. Up, thanks for calling. How are you? Thanks. Doing pretty well this morning. Good. All right. So we are looking for single ladies, 21 and up. That's you, right? That's me. All right. When the when the boys meet you at the party this weekend, what are they going to discover is the best thing about <laughs> Natalie? My best and my worst quality, I'd have to say, is the same. It's my binge drinking. Binge um, drinking is your is the best is, thing about you. I am responsible most of the time. I never drink. I, you know, I'm just focused on doing what I got to do in life. But when I decide I'm going to drink, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. But it's my best quality because I always manage to get home in bed in PJs. Right. Water bottle next to bed and all that. Okay. Pictures, all done. <laughs> all right. So, you know, you got to pictures. You got to get it all. You got to get all of it. Sure. Are you a, uh, a fun drunk, Natalie? Oh, yes. Definitely. Natalie's the female version of me. I'm like a little party. Me and my friends, me and my best friend. I have a best friend I have to say, Leslie. I have to call her out. She's the angel. And, you know, we go out, we party, and we have fun. All right. Well, if you you win, you'll be able to bring uh, three other people. Okay? Oh, nice. Yeah, yes. of course. All right. All right. Say no more, Natalie. We are intrigued. Okay. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you in a minute. If you win, let's try Reseda, line two. This is going to be Melissa up next on the Kevin Demetra. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Kevin and Bean. How are you? We are good. How are you today? Great. I am perfect. What is the best quality about you? So, I'm pretty hilarious. Okay. My worst is that I might be a stage five or six player yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. But I think if you're yeah. able to actually admit that, you're probably not. Yeah, you're still stage four. Okay, maybe. Maybe I'm on the right track. 
All right. We'll okay. see. I'm uh-huh. like a social media type of lurker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lurker. That's a good word. Lurker is the word you and use. I think lurking's fine. You're doing some recon. No big deal. Sure. Yeah. Or call right. it recon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very okay. good. Thank All right, you. crazy Melissa. Hold on. <laughs> she sounded fun, didn't she? Agreed. Uh, line three, please. North Hollywood. Let's say hi to Cecilia. That's a great name. You don't hear that often anymore. Cecilia, what's going on? Hi, Kevin, Bean, and Allie. How hi. are you? A wonderful night. I'm speaking with you. How are you guys? We are good. Thank you. What's the best quality about you? Oh, my gosh. My, my best quality that I think I have is I, I, I consider myself charming and funny and can really have great conversation with someone. And I feel like it takes me a long way. My worst is if the date's not going well, if I'm not feeling it or whatever, it's been all over my face. And no matter how much I try to hide it, it's all right here. Mm. It's not having it. So I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So they're going to know if you're boring them when you guys get to talking Friday night or whatever, right? Listen, if the job's boring and if, if, if whatever reason they're trying to be funny, the joke's not landing well, I... I, as much as I try to laugh, it's been all over my face. That's, yeah. Okay. You know, I think that might be a positive, by the way, because you don't waste all that time. Yeah, you're not phony. Thinking maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really, yeah, I think you're right. I think it should actually be more like, yeah, no, your joke sucks. <laughs> okay. All right. So who yeah, else is no, here? Yeah, you probably calm it down. Cecilia's a tough room. That's right. what we're learning. You got to learn your A game when you're talking to Cecilia. All right, let's try, uh, give me some line eight, if you wouldn't mind. This is uh, the lovely Monique. She is uh, in Alhambra, and she is up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. We're lining up some women to join us in Las Vegas this weekend for the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool Singles Party. Monique, same question to you as the other ladies. Your best quality, please. Um, Well, I actually think I have two best qualities. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I have great boobs. I mean, that's, I mean, all right. Yeah, that's that's three, three great qualities. All right, go on. So so far, I'm in love. What's your worst quality, though? Um, I tend to talk a lot. Uh, if you but got great boobs, nobody's listening to you. <laughs> that's right. But isn't that great at a party, especially when you're trying to get a conversation going with somebody new to have some at least one person in that conversation who's with great a talker, boobs. who's oh, a talker? I, sorry, talker is what Bean was saying. I wasn't. Listening. Yeah. Okay. All right, Monique. Very impressive. Thank you. All right. We Very have temper- impressive. How are we gonna How are we gonna pick here? Um, I'm sorry. I mean, I think we're gonna do what we always do, which is just hope to, hope to come to a consensus. If not, we just have to do drawing. I guess. All right. I think we have time for maybe one more, maybe two. If we go fast, who do you like? Um, maybe Bernadette. All right. Let's just- try Bernadette. Line five. Buena Park. All right, Bernadette. Good morning. Good morning. So what's uh, your, what's your best quality? I'm. Fearless. I don't know how to be afraid. Um, okay, fearless is great for a singles party because a lot of people just stand around and hope for somebody else to come up to them. Yeah, she can lead the party. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Now, I have to ask, Bernadette, what have you done that is fearless? I mean, do you, like, run across all eight lanes of the five, or what are you doing? <laughs> she didn't say She's stupid. not an idiot. <laughs> well, I just want to know what she, what she thinks is, as fearless. I drove a year ago from Washington State with my two preschoolers 28 hours nonstop from Washington to here. Well, I mean, that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, she does make that. Right. That's, that's quite a road trip. All right, worst quality, Bernadette. Worst quality, I call people out. Like, I read somebody, and I tell them the ugliest things about them, and I don't necessarily mean to. I just get really honest with people. I get really real. Mm, okay. Hmm. 
All right. I, mm. I, like to, I like to know people, and I like to. I want to just like. I like to know people. Like, right. To, get, to really get to know people. So you're fearless. That means the ugly stuff. You're fearless. You'll walk up to them. You'll start a conversation with them, but they'll say, "You're everything's wrong about you." I don't like your no, look. I don't like your attitude. It it's less. It's less everything wrong and more like, wow, you're really, really sad about this thing, and I can totally read it, and that's why you're being so rude about this thing right now. Mm, um, okay, so she, so Bernadette like gets that. in your head. All right, we got you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, guys, this is a nice batch of ladies, and I'm telling you what, get all these women in, and you'd have a party. But Agreed. We can, only, we can only give away one right now. Does anyone have a favorite? I kind of liked. Uh, I kind of like the hilarious but clingy Melissa. If I'm being honest, how do you uh, not like... want someone with big old boobs that's just going to chat everyone up? I have no problems with Monique as I'm... well. I thought Monique was lovely. I'm on the Monique train as well. Uh, yeah, you uh, are. All right. <laughs> let's, let's all uh, let's all talk to Monique then. Congratulations, Monique. Come no come... more with you. Right. Did we get played? Does Monique know Kevin to be too well that all she had to say was the word boobs and she was in? Probably. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. All right. We'll see you on Friday, Monique. Thank you. Sounds great. All right. Bye now. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. No. Kevin, look. You've got to improve your catitude. All right? You should be feline good about this. Allie, help me out here. Listen, I am not a cat fan, but I am what? a fan of Susan Michaels. I am and as well. I am a fan of her puns. Oh. I am a fan of all the people she brings together over something that they love. But mostly, I'm a oh. fan that I'm watching Kevin's this is soul painful. die a painful death every time she's in. That is what I'm mostly a fan Wait, of. Wait, if I wasn't upset by her, we wouldn't have her on? Yes, we would because it's okay. a great event. It's a let me, huge is it a great event? event? It's it's a, a, yes, huge it's a great event. event. All right, let me set it up. Susan Michaels, first of all, welcome, Susan. How are you? I am fantastic. Are you perfect? I'm superb okay. today. Susan is the LA organizer of CatCon, you guys, and we have her in every year. The event is at the Pasadena Convention Center this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, CatConLA.com. How many people are expected to go through the doors of the convention center this weekend, Susan? I would say somewhere between 16 and 17 of the coolest and hippest cat people in the world. 16 and 17. and 17 is a very small outing. Thousand. thousand. Oh, thousand. Thousand. You didn't yes. say thousand. Oh, I forgot that part. You said 16 or 17. I thought things have fallen on hard times. I thought you were underselling yourself a little bit too, Susan. Sorry. And how many actual cats will be in the room? Well, people can't bring their cats because that would be a cat fight. But, um, sure, it'd be a catastrophe. Catastrophe. But, I mean, you have so many other... You have cats there for, di- for yes, displays yes, and celebrity yes. cats. And stuff. How many actual cats well, are going to be Let there? me give you guys the lowdown. We have uh, 200 cats and kittens that are coming in for adoption in our adoption village. Oh, right. And I'm fine with adoptions. I'd just like to say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. Okay, today we've gotten 327 cats adopted. But then we have a bunch of uh, celebra cats. We have... Who's the big name this year, Susan? We've got Bub. Bub is Bub. Oh, little Bub. Bub is Bubak. Um, but we've got some uh, kitty up-and-comers. We're sort of like the CAA of discovering cat talent. We've got... <laughs> okay, on. okay. Okay, wait. Just hold on, Kevin. Right. Just hold on. Okay. We've got Peeny Houdini. We have Waverly McTiny Beans. We have Sir Thomas Trueheart. We have <laughs> Shrampton. We have Schmushball. We have Pudge. Do you have John Claude Van Damme? No, but that's a good one. I got to write that one down. Um, you have the best-selling author of Cats you have at Cat Instagram. Stevens. 
<laughs> no. Look at Kevin. We, Kevin we, is we, going we, for it we here. We can try to get, you look. know, hey, look, look, you know that song, uh, Love Cats? Sure. Sure, by the I, cure, I, yeah. I, I swear to God that was written about CatCon. Okay. I swear um, to God. All right. It, it you know, precedes it by sure. about 30 years, but maybe, maybe. They were thinking about it back then. All right, so CatCon LA this week in Pasadena Convention Center. In addition to the cats that you mentioned, what other highlights are there? You're doing something with the with the Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we are actually. It's... Dog is in his name, by the way. Mm. Let's have a dog convention. I'm all in. But he likes kitty cats. Okay. Um, we are doing. It doesn't have to be perfect. Okay. Per- did you say perfect? Um, okay. Are you ready? We're doing a lecture called Cannabis and Cats: What You Need to Know. Right, meow. Okay. It is being hosted, sponsored by Mary Jane, which is Snoop Dogg's publication. And it's all about um, the benefits of cannabis for cats. Um, We're not trying to get our cats high, though. This is, uh, no, this, it's these are not, health benefits it's, for CBD, right? It's not meowiwana here. <laughs> God damn it, this is difficult. No. So listen, so listen, there has been a bill, a bill introduced for vets um to be able to prescribe because there's a lot of confusion about pet dosing versus human dosing and it's really important for vets to be able to engage with pet owners and tell them what the benefits are which could be anything from helping with arthritis to seizures to stress and it's 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 non-psychoactive and it's something that is sort of uncharted territory that people just don't know about that's unfortunate Oh my Kevin, God! Look at you, wow. Kevin, wow. Kevin coming to play. I, I think like he's it. getting persuaded to go. No, you can nope. drive in your Ferrari. So, so yeah. So anyway, so we've got uh, three vets. We have the editor in chief of Mary Jane, and you never know. Maybe Snoop Dogg will show up, or he's maybe not going to show up. Maybe he'll call in. Maybe he'll call he's in not here. Call in. You never, never know. All right, Susan, uh, we don't have a lot of time, but I, okay. I want to ask because I, I love uh, cat T-shirts. I just I ordered. I'm waiting for the two to, to arrive that I bought through Taylor Swift's website of her cats. Oh, Olivia. my God. But um, are there are there for cat enthusiasts like me? Are there things that you can buy? Are there products you yes. can buy clothing yes. or whatever? Um, we've got we've got um, close to 200 exhibitors that are selling uh, products for cats and cat people. We have a T-shirt specifically for Kevin that says I work hard to so my cat can have a better life. Um, There are everything from cat scratchers to T-shirts to dresses to accessories to keychains. Do you have literature? Literature? Oh, yeah. We even have, listen to this. Listen to this. We've got cat wallpaper. We've got cat DNA tests. And there's even a litter that can alert you to your cat's issues when they pee in it. (gasps) You're kidding. I'm not kidding you. You're not kidding. I need cat wallpaper, you guys. You do. Fantastic. All right. $25 for a one-day pass, $40 if you want to go both days, because you can't see it all in one day. Can people buy their tickets at the door, or do they need to go online and get them? They can go both ways. Okay. CatConLA.com, Pasadena Convention Center, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Again, CatConLA.com. Susan, I hope the next year goes by really, really fast so we can do this again then. Actually, it's CatConWorldwide.com. We are going no. worldwide. We're going global. Global kitty domination. CatCon worldwide. CatCon worldwide. That's awesome. Okay, you're the perpetrator now. Kevin and Bean <laughs> on K Rock. K Rock. What's up? Great, Allie. What? Put that on a work computer. Why don't you look at that on a work computer? Now we're all going to get in trouble.
<laughs> Seriously. No, but they can tell Allie searches from ours. They're going to burn this place down when they see what you've been looking at at work. <laughs> hey, uh, ahead of the final uh, what's happening, let's welcome Beer Mug to the studio. Hey, Mugs. What's up, you guys? The uh, limited edition Carrot Gorilla sticker is available at all SoCal Hot Topic locations. As you know by now, you register to win the uh, free Gorilla Show for you and 50 friends, the new Honda Fit, and the $500 Hot Topic gift card. But every day for two or three weeks, I think Muggs is out at a different location with additional prizes. And you're going to tell us right now where you'll be today. Yeah, this is stop 8 of 12, and we're going to be at 3525 West Carson Street in Torrance at the Del Amo Fashion Center from oh, one to three. Del Amo. Yeah, you know, you know. Do you know what Del Amo means in Spanish, Kevin? No, I do not. From the owner. Mm. So it's the land of owners. Is, is that wow, why you that's somehow it? honky? That's how. That's somehow completely boring. <laughs> you know what's not boring? We're gonna have a ton of tickets. Uh, System of a Down, Incubus, Thrice. We have Flogging Molly, Dropkick Murphys. Tons of so many tickets. I don't even know what to do with them. But. Um, why don't you give them to people? That's what we'll do, Kevin. Okay. That's what we'll do. So come down today from 1 to 3 and bring me some cream for my rash. I mean, I mean that's what hot, I was Googling. But... At the Hot Topic in Torrance, <laughs> yeah. 1 to 3. Right. Doesn't right, Amo mean love? I looked it up and it said from the owner. So. Is that Amo? No. Well, yeah, I... Te Amo is I love you, but this could be a noun and not being used as a as a verb or something. Okay. Could I just say this is uninteresting? <laughs> it is. I agree. I agree with the bad man. <laughs> All right, Allie, why don't you uh, bring this one home? What about the rash, though? Can we find out more about I mean, his rash? I would like to find out more about that. Oh, disturbing. I don't think it's hand, foot, mouth disease. I just looked that up. But it looks more like the syphilis rash that I'm oh, not, no. I'm yeah, not being Yeah, so you're going to have to go on the dark web and yeah. find the answer to that. Good stuff. You guys, MoviePass. They are raising prices and restricting access to the newest mu- movies. I don't know if you heard about this over the weekend. People were freaking out because they were trying to see Mission Impossible and the pages were coming up just completely blacked out. And it was only happening in certain parts of the country. But the parent company of embattled movie theater subscription service MoviePass announced yesterday they're going to seek to limit losses by hiking its monthly fees by 50% within the oh, next 30 days. Oh, that'll prove very popular. Yes. They're also, though, just to make up for that, they're going to limit your opportunities to see most films during their first two weeks in theaters. Wow. What? They're making all bad decisions. They are. The company shares have plunged 96% over the last week. They were unable to make payments to merchants and fulfillment processors, and um, they had service interruptions with at least 3 million customers unable to access tickets. That doesn't sound good. No, that seems the opposite of good. I can't believe I don't own stock in that company. Right? Very true. Very true. What movie would you think has hit $1 billion faster than any other animated film? So you know it's an animated Animated. film. Uh, Is this the... It can't be Hotel Transmedia. Um, Despicables. uh, that was something else earlier. This oh, Incredibles two. Incredibles, Incredibles two. is what I meant. Yes, Despicables. I thought, does he mean Incredibles? I did. Oh, you did, didn't you? <laughs> wow. Well, you could have been like Despicable Me, but then you just nope. Okay. Nope. You even you I even knew it. photobombed that Incredibles that family happened. down at sure. Uh, Comic-Con. Comic-Con, mm-hmm. yeah. But after seven weekends in theaters and with releases in several major markets overseas, still to come, Disney Pixar's Incredibles 2 has hit $1 billion at the global That's box crazy. office. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
crazy. Pixar, man. Right? Right. That's a good point. They know what they're doing. Absolutely. And if you missed it, you guys, the Ocho is back. When? Well, obviously, on August 8th. 8-8. It's when... I need this to be full time. Yeah. It's when ESPN2 switches over to do a full 24 hours of fun, offbeat programming, beginning and ending with the showing of the inspiration behind it all, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Here are some of the sports you can catch on the Ocho. Ouchtown, population you, bro. Sky Zone <laughs> Ultimate Dodgeball Championship. That is dodgeball on trampolines. I mean, guys. honestly, that's awesome. I would All they're missing that. is drinking. Absolutely. Of course, you've got Cornhole. Sure. You've got Major League Eating. Spikeball East Tour Series. That's uh, basically volleyball, but with trampolines instead of a net. Okay. It's phenomenal. So much fun. You're basically just spiking balls at each other. <laughs> World Championship of Ping Pong. The Fenway Hurling Classic, which I still, I refuse to look up because I just hope it's people just puking at Fenway. I mean, I don't going think for distance, is. though. Going for distance. Projectile. Puking for distance, right. And going for speed. Sure. Pilot. Go <laughs> ahead. Um, this interests me. The Sabre Legion 2018 Awakening. It's the world's biggest custom dueling organization founded in 2015, highlighting the best in high-level lightsaber combat. You guys. I mean, come on. <sighs> Boy, the, the guys who are participating in lightsaber combat in a million years never imagined they would be on ESPN. Ever. Ever. It's just good. And, of course, uh, Kevin's favorite sport, chess boxing. <laughs> Chess boxing, a hybrid sport started in 2003, designed to test both the body and the mind with three-minute rounds of each sport for a total of 11 rounds. That is pretty strong. Kevin wants to add drinking Well, drink, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like you could add drinking to every single one of those events and it would make it better. Yeah. And the viewer as well. You should add the drink. Right, agreed. Absolutely. But again, the Ocho returning on August the 8th on ESPN2. Looking forward to that. Well, we all knew that Andrew Lincoln had um, said he was leaving The Walking Dead after eight seasons. But he has finally shared the reason. Okay. Oh. Family. The 44-year-old said that he just misses his two kids and his wife. And he said, quote, it was time for me to come home. His family is based in England, and he said the shooting schedule for The Walking Dead had him spending more than half the year in Georgia. That's tough. He missed his family. I get it. <sighs> this is how he told the cast of Walking Dead. F- you, f- you, f- you, you're cool. F- you, I'm out. I heard he just held up little signs. To me, you were perfect. Next sign. But I gotta go. Next sign. Spend time with my family. <laughs> that was the weakest buzz ever. <laughs> I made an awful love actually joke for the right. second time uh-huh. in two weeks. Right. I think it deserved more of a bad buzz. Wow. Or a turtle that's getting some nookie. I enjoy it. And lastly, Jennifer Lopez, you guys, she is getting the prestigious Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award at the 2018 MTV Video Music Awards. She will also be performing on the show for the first time since 2001. Mm. <laughs> Not that interested? <laughs> Rodney just doesn't know. No. Here's the thing. 
She looks as good as she did in 2001 now. She does. She really Ooh. does. She's phenomenal looking. She really is just a, a specimen. Yeah. It's unbelievable. If you're wondering about other winners of the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, you've got people like Beyonce, Kanye West, Rihanna, Madonna, Guns N' Roses, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Pink. And the show is set to air live from Radio City Music Hall on Monday, August 20th at 9 p.m. Pretty on, interesting. On MTV. It is. It is indeed. Yes. Yes. Some birthdays for you. Adam Duritz. And they're from Canada. Uh, I don't I don't think, think that's the true. Crows, are they? <laughs> no, I don't think they are. What if they were? If Bobby says it, it's wrong. Uh, Sam Mendez. Wow. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Okay. Nothing. Mm-mm. Chuck D. Okay. Why? Well, it's just his birthday. Okay. And finally, rap artist, chef extraordinaire, Coolio. I love fat asses. I'm an ass man. I've been talking about t- all day, but I like ass. I like I like a nice round behind. How about that? Yeah. I mean, how about that? He speaks for us all, right? And that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness, me, SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We've got Dr. Drew on the program. We've got your last chance to win tickets for the Kevin and Bean singles party. Your very last chance. And we're going to talk to somebody that everyone's talking about, about an event that everyone is talking about. Nate Chops Johnson. Yes. From the Gentleman's Social Club of Los Angeles SoCal Beard and Mustache Competition. Oh, we got Chops coming in? Right, Chops. I thought we were just talking to Bushy. I didn't realize we had Chops. <laughs> Stupid. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> That's tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Me show. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.